Alrighty, what is going on guys and welcome back to the channel. Today we are back with a special video that I'm probably going to cuss one or two times and I'm going to get passionate about. So be ready for that. First and foremost, welcome. If you're, if you're new here, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. I have a new polo on. These become a uh, almost like a mythical creature nowadays, these like new polos that I wear. Um, this one's actually very special because I'm not trying to flex, but well, maybe I am. But um, they have, it, it's a tribute to Kobe Bryant and they have his, his two numbers on it. I have them on my shoes. It's like that guy meant the world to me. And, and the more and more I, I get stuff involving him, it, it's very, very special to me. So this polo means a lot to me. Um, now that that's out of the way, what we are going to be talking about today is something that I see butchered so many times by so many people who go to the gym, who work out, who try to exercise, and, and that is being sweaty and out of breath does not equal an effective workout. And for you out there hearing this, you're probably like, well, if you're sweaty and out of breath, that normally means you're, you're putting a lot of effort, you're, you're expending a lot of energy, you're, you're putting forth a high intensity workout, you're, you're putting forth a lot of energy. And that's just not the case. It, can you be sweaty and have an effective workout? Sure. But being sweaty and out of breath does not equal an effective workout. So we're, we're going to get into that today and, and I'm probably going to get some pushback. I'm going to, I'm probably going to get some people that get a little bit mad at me when I talk about some things and, and when I bring some things up and kind of lay some things out. But I need to do this because I, that's up in my eye there. I need to do this because it's very, very important because when you go into the gym, when you take your precious time, because I know most of you and apparently everybody these days are very busy. So when you take your precious time to go into the gym and get a workout, it should be giving you some return, AKA getting you closer to your goals. And I don't want you to go in there and just keep wasting time. And it's never wasting time because something is always better than nothing. I'm not saying that, but to have an effective workout, it goes so much beyond just sweating and being out of breath and and doing a bunch of cardio and, and, and keep moving and, and no breaks. Like there is so much more to an effective workout than just those things. Again, something's always better than nothing. Don't get me wrong. But the people who think that you have to be sweating, you have to be out of breath, you have to have no break, no rest period to have a effective high intensity workout. It's just not the case. And that's exactly what we're going to go over today. So let's go. The first thing I'm going to put is I put run force run and I'm going to say this to you, and I've said this, if you follow me, I've said this a few times, but if you go outside right now, and it's actually a really nice day out, I don't, know, I don't know when this is going to come out, but it's Sunday, it's like a beautiful day, but if you go outside right now, go into the middle of your street, make sure there's no cars coming, look both ways, go into the middle of your street and just, fuck, just sprint as fast as you can. If you go outside and run as fast as you can for eight seconds, and that's how long you last, and no, I'm not talking about that. If you go outside and run for eight seconds, as long as you can, as hard as you can, that's going to get you out of breath for sure. And it's probably going to make you sweat from those, you know, from that one hard sprint, just go down the street and run as fast as you can. You'll probably be sweating and you'll probably be out of breath. Did that eight second sprint make your whole entire day an effective workout? Because the barometer that most people use is, well, if I'm sweating and I'm out of breath, that means I'm getting a good workout. So, okay. Go outside, run down the street as fast as you can, and tell me if you think that's an effective workout. When I ask people that, they're like, 
Well, no, 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 it's not like that. Well, well, no, it is like that. You're, you're telling me if you're sweating and if you're out of breath, that means you're putting forth a lot of effort and, and, you, and you're having an effective workout. Cool, go outside and run as fast as you can for eight seconds down the street and tell me if that's an effective workout. Most people will say, no, it's not an effective workout. And then I ask them, well, then what is? What makes an effective workout? Because you are just telling me and you think that you have to be sweating and out of breath to get a good workout. But when I tell you to go do something that does that, you say it's not a good workout. So that's what I get. That's what I tell people. And, that, and I get a lot of pushback from it. But it's the, same, it's the same concept. You're just, you're getting sweaty. You're getting out of breath. But that doesn't mean it's an effective workout. Anybody can go do that. And you wouldn't think that, oh, yeah, that, that's my workout for the day. I'm done. No, that doesn't make any sense. You would never do that. That's the first one I tell people, and, and they kind of get a little shift from there. And the other one I say is, like, if you have kids or if you have a dog, literally just fucking chase your kids around the house for three times. Chase your dog around the house, like, fucking the tail. Chase your dog around the house for three times in a row. You'll probably be sweating by the end of it. You'll probably be out of breath. Does that mean you had an effective workout? Again, most people are like, well, no, 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 it, it's not like that. No, no, it, it is like that. It's the same thing. If you chase your dog around the house three times in a row, you're going to be sweating out of breath. So by your standards, from what you think is an effective workout, that would be an effective workout. And that's how I get people to realize that like, there's so much more than just being sweaty and being out of breath. So many things can make you sweat and be out of breath. That doesn't mean that it's a good workout. That, that doesn't mean that it's getting you closer to your goals. It doesn't mean it's changing your body. It doesn't mean you're, you're getting strong. There's nothing that really means. For example, I am 6'4", about 200, I hope, 55 pounds by now. I sweat peeling an orange. When I do these videos, I, I'm done, like my armpits are sweating, I'm sweating. That doesn't mean that, and I'm usually out of breath too because I'm yelling, but that doesn't mean I had an effective workout. I, I was peeling an orange and I start sweating. That doesn't mean I had an effective workout. I, I get done these videos and you wouldn't tell me this is an effective workout. So then why do you think when you go to the class upstairs or, 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 or when you go to your, your local gym or your local boutique gym and you're, you're running, you're sweating, you're out of breath, you're doing these kicks and shit, that you think you're having an effective workout. Why? Because you think you're sweating and you're out of breath and you think that means that you're expending a lot of energy? Guys, there's so many things that go into having an effective workout. And I'm here to tell you that that doesn't just mean that if you're sweating, you're putting forth a lot of energy. More times than not, you're actually not putting forth as much energy as you think you may be because you're not capable of it. And that's what leads us into the next thing right here is I put high intensity in quotation marks because, again, the more, time I, the more times I talk to people that go to the gym and that do these classes or, or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with the classes, don't get me wrong, but the more times that people go and do this, they tell me, man, you know, that really kicked my butt. I'm, I'm really out of breath. I didn't take a break the whole time. I'm really sweating. I'm, re I'm really, really working hard, expending energy. And then when I get to talking to them, I ask them a few questions. It's like, one, okay, well, if, if you think you're expending a lot of energy, but you were talking the whole time, or you could carry on a conversation, you could check your phone, you could do this, you could do that. Are you really expending that much energy to do this workout? Yeah, you might be out of breath. Yeah, you might be sweating, but that doesn't mean that you're having an effective workout. That's the thing first and foremost, because more times than not, if you're, if you're doing a class, following a program, whatever it is, that leaves you no rest time, that leaves you out of breath the entire time, that leaves you to not put forth your maximum effort. And when I say by this, I mean, 
If you're constantly moving, you're constantly moving, you have no rest period, you're, you're doing jumps, you're doing squats, you're doing kicks and punches and stuff like that, like nothing wrong with that, but are you really putting forth maximal effort? Are you really putting forth as much energy as you possibly can? Because that doesn't mean you're putting forth maximal energy when you don't stop for 10 minutes straight. That means you're like trying out for the Jabberwockies or something like on the dance team or whatnot. Like that does not mean you're, you're putting forth maximal energy because you just can't. And the reason for that is if you have no rest time, if you have no real time to recover from the movement you're doing, you can't actually put forth maximum effort. And people, they don't really understand this because they think, well, I'm always moving, I'm nonstop, I, I'm sweating. Like, what do you mean I'm not putting forth energy? You are putting forth some effort, but if you've, and it's hard to, to, to describe this if you haven't done it, but if you've really sat back and like, if you're going on the bike, for example, and you're trying to do a 30 second sprint as fast as you possibly can and, and take a minute off, that 30 second sprint is, is some of the hardest shit you've ever done in your life. Like no bullshit. It's not like you can go again in 15 seconds. It's not like you can just carry on a conversation while you're doing it. No, no, no. You're putting forth maximum effort. You're actually doing a high intensity workout. You're, you can't carry on a conversation. You can't be in the middle of it and talk to this person, talk to that person, check your phone. You can't do these things. You're allowing your body to recover from the movement you're doing or from the effort you're putting forth to fully recover to then put forth maximum effort again. If you're just moving, moving, moving nonstop and you don't get a break, and you're doing, you know, you're moving around all over, all over the place, your body's not getting a break to rest. And if you don't have a break to rest, you can't actually do a high intensity workout. So that workout you're doing that's having you move nonstop and it's a bunch of cardio and it's this and that, fucking bug, and, it's, and this and that, a bunch of cardio, sorry to tell you, but that's more like a medium intensity workout. And, it's, and that's just science. There's no real debating that. If, if you wanna go into the scientific part, I can, but just because you're moving nonstop doesn't mean you're having a high intensity workout. And I would, I would urge you to step back and think about if you're actually putting forth maximum effort because myself included, most of the time, most people do not. But the more you can try to get there, the better your workouts will be, the more effective your workouts will be, the, the more you will get, the more return you will get on your investment in the gym. Because like I said earlier, Everybody's busy, everybody has this, everybody has that. And you wanna make sure the time you're putting in the gym is actually gonna get you closer to where you wanna be. And that is why I say that if you're, if you're moving 10 minutes straight nonstop of squats, jumps, kicks, mountain climbers, this and that, you're, you're not actually doing a high intensity workout. You're, you're just exercising. And I'm, I actually just wrote a whole article on how to actually design a strength training program and how to design an effective workout program. The link will be in the, in the description below or you can head to my website, ericrobertsfitness.com. But I urge you to go read that because if you're, if you're the type of person that is either A, new to the gym, B, worked out here and there, not really so much, or C, just looking for something you can have confidence in, you can have full confidence in and like, okay, I know this exercise, this training routine is going to get me closer to my goals. If you want that, Go down below or head to my website, ericrobertsfitness.com. Go read the article on strength training program design. It's a bit long and there's a lot of information in there, but I promise you it's going to be a huge resource to you. I would get a pen and paper and yes, actually get a pen and paper. I'm old school. Get a pen and paper. Take some notes on that article if you want to learn how to design your own effective strength training program. And it's completely free. I'm not going to make you sign up for anything. I'm not going to make you do this or that completely free because I want to help you. I'm, I do all this, I say this every single time, but I do all this to help you. 
I do not need your money. Like, I do this to help. So go check the article out. That will let you know as far as how you can have a real high-intensity workout program you can follow to see results. So check that out. The next thing I want to talk about is kind of what I was just saying earlier, but what makes an effective workout? And honestly, I've done podcasts on this. I've done YouTube videos. I've done Instagram posts. I'm not going to get too much into it. But for the sake of this video, we're talking about an effective workout. So what makes an effective workout, in my opinion, in my views? What makes an effective workout is, is a couple of things. One, first and foremost, before I get like backlash from people, I do understand the mental side of getting sweaty or running or, or whatever it is. Like I understand that part of it. So just first and foremost, I understand that. You don't have to tell me that. I understand. And yes, that can be an effective workout in some people's eyes, but there's so much more to it. But Moving beyond that, what makes an effective workout? Anything that's going to not only help you in the gym, but outside of the gym. So if, if you're doing squats to pick your kid up from soccer practice, that's going to help you. If you're doing deadlifts to, to pick the groceries up to get into the house, that's going to help you outside of the gym. Just doing a bunch of cardio is not really going to help you outside of the gym unless you're getting chased by a bear or something. And if you're doing that, you're in some crazy situations and I don't know what the hell's going on with you. What makes an effective workout? Like I just said, having things that go outside of the gym, not just like when you're in the gym doing a bicep curl. That, that's cool, but how does that translate to the rest of your life? Because you're not in the gym 24-7. You're in the gym for, if you're lucky, five hours a week. And that's not most people. Most people do not get in the gym five hours a week. If you're in the gym for three to four hours a week, the rest of your time is spent outside of the gym, obviously. So if you're doing things inside the gym that lead to success outside of the gym, that, in my opinion, makes an effective workout. If you're doing compound movements, if you're doing squats, deadlift, lunges, overhead press, if you're getting better endurance, if you're getting stronger, those things make up an effective workout. And like I just said, I just touched on it right now, but getting stronger, you know, adding more weight to the bar, doing more reps, getting better endurance, having more muscle definition, like that makes an effective workout because most people, what most people do is they try to work out to tear themselves down. And when I, what I say about this is like, they try to work out to lose weight. And that's not really how I like to view working out. Working out should be about building yourself up, getting stronger, getting more muscles, getting better endurance, focusing on getting better, 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 stronger, faster, whatever it is, as opposed to tearing yourself down, being like lose more weight and this and that. That's not what an effective workout, in my opinion, should be about. That should be more geared towards your diet. If you're looking to lose fat, that is geared towards your diet. That is not about your exercise routine. And that brings us into the next point. Our final point is I get a lot of pushback and I'll just say this straight up right now. This video right here is mainly for women because what I've seen is women tend to, not all the time, women tend to want to move more. They, they want to have less rest time. They want to have no breaks. They want to be sweaty. They want to work out. They want to be out of breath. They want to work hard. And, and honestly, women do normally work harder than men because, because men want to just sit on the bench press, text, do some reps, text, do some reps. Like they don't really want to work hard. And from, from what I've seen now, there's obviously men who work their ass off and there's women who are lazy. They, they could go both ways. But like what I've seen is this right here is kind of geared towards women who think that they have to be out of breath, they have to be sweaty, they have to, they have to be moving nonstop to have an effective workout. And the pushback I get is if they stop doing that kind of routine, they're going to get fat. 
They're, they're, they're going to gain the weight back they lost. They're, they're going to lose their progress. They're, they're going to somehow, some way, shape, or form get fat again or, or get fat in the first place. And if you truly knew how many calories exercise burned, it, it's not even comparable. It, the hour that you work out doing your class, maybe, if you're lucky, burns one cookie. Maybe. And probably not even that. Probably half of a cookie. If you're lucky, it burns two bites of a sandwich. If you're lucky, it, it burns one, one tenth of that, of that drink you had that night. Like, exercise does not burn that many calories. I don't care what your Fitbit says. It's wrong. So, once you realize that exercise does not have that big of an impact on your calorie burn and on your fat loss, you will start to think about things differently. And, and the best way I can tell you to, to learn this is just try it. You, you have to try it. You're, you're not going to try for 30 days. You're not going to get fat in 30 days. You, you, didn't, you didn't get skinny in 30 days. You're not going to get fat in 30 days. Try it for 30 days and just see what happens. Now, going back to what I said up here, if you're looking for fat loss, it's not about exercise. It's about diet. You have to be in a calorie deficit. Now, does the exercise somewhat contribute to that? Yes, of course. But me scratching my head contributes to me burning calories. Me, me doing this with my fucking pen contributes to a calorie burn. It's not about the exercise. It's about creating a calorie deficit through your diet. And if you need help with that or don't know how to do that, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to help you. Like that is what is going to get you to lose fat is through your diet, not through your exercise. But the one pushback I get is they don't want to stop the routine that they're doing because they're afraid they're going to get fat. What I would tell you is if you're doing these high intense high intensity workouts six days a week, cut back to five and do one day of strength training. Once you see you're not getting fat, cut back to four, do two days of strength training. Once you see you're not getting fat, three and three. Start doing that. And you'll realize, what you'll realize is the more you strength train, the less time you'll have to spend in the gym because strength training changes your body long term. You build muscle, you, you have a different metabolism, you, you get stronger. You will build a different body so you won't have to be in the gym six days a week doing your cardio workouts. You can be in the gym three days a week, still maintain your body mass, still maintain your look, eat more, and all around win. All because you took the chance to strength train. It's going to make the biggest difference in the world for you, I promise. Stop focusing on getting fat. Again, you shouldn't be worried about losing fat through your exercise like I talked about up here. You should be worried about getting stronger, getting more muscle, doing more reps, getting better endurance. Worry about those things when it comes to exercise, not about calorie burn. If you do that, you won't worry about how sweaty you are. You won't worry about how out of breath you are. You'll worry about, am I getting stronger? Am I doing more reps? You'll worry about the right things as opposed to worrying about if I can be sweating out of breath to have a great workout to really kick my butt. And one last note, and I can't say this enough, if you are with a coach that the sole purpose of their workout is to make you sweat and beat you down to the ground and make you out of breath, get a new fucking coach. They do not know what the fuck they're doing. And you are going to get hurt. You're going to get injured. You won't see results. Get a new fucking coach if that's who you have in your life right now. I can't say that enough. And I have to say it because it's very, very frustrating to me. Get a new coach. If they're doing that, they don't know how to actually train you. They don't know program design. They don't write 4,000 word articles on program design. Get a new coach if that's you. So that was my end rant for this video. I hope this video helped you. I hope they gave you 
at least thought about a new perspective on exercise because you shouldn't be worrying about if you're sweaty or out of breath when you work out. You should be worrying about what makes an effective workout, getting stronger, getting more reps, more endurance, losing fat through your diet. Remember, just because you run down the street as fast as you can and get sweaty and out of breath, that does not mean you had an effective workout. So I hope this video helped you guys. If you have questions or concerns or if you want to come back at me, like please feel free. I'm all here for it. I'll have a great conversation with you. If you think I'm wrong, please come back and tell me. Drop the comments below, DM me, email me, whatever you have to do. I'd love to hear it. So thank you so much, guys. We'll talk soon.